0: Hello? All of humanity should gather as one. Hello? Meanwhile, let's get... Sounds weird. Like I'm I'm listening to something when I'm underwater. Wait. Yeah, no, it's better now. This is Climate Solutions 2122, coming to you from 100 years in the future, with the solutions to climate change that are only just starting to appear in your time. Subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122 so you don't miss anything. On today's episode, how to make the most of your water in a world of rising temperatures. If you happen to be in Singapore, better yet, if you happen to be in Singapore and you're listening to this in the shower or while you're brushing your teeth, you're using water from a closed loop system. The national water provider treats wastewater and instead of releasing it out to sea or into a river it reinjects it into the water supply don't look disgusted not all wastewater is stuff you flushed out of the toilet there's water from the sink and the shower that isn't so dirty back in 2022 singapore is a severely water challenged country with little of its own resources by 2040 it's going to be one of the country's most vulnerable to water supply disruptions. But thanks to their efforts to become self-sufficient, it's years ahead of many other countries when it comes to treating water. Their work will pay off. By 2060, 85% of Singapore's water demand will be covered by new water, that's water that Singapore has cleansed in this closed-loop system, and desalinated water. So this closed loop system doesn't make added demands on the environment. It's the kind of thing that will be developed in other cities around the world in your near future. I mentioned toilets. There you have the idea of biogas in the wastewater on an individual level. There's already, in your time, a German company working on a toilet that treats waste and cleans the water so that it can be used for gardening. This will be very important as a technology in Africa for use on the many small subsistence farms. So what else is floating into your future? Well, wastewater actually carries a lot of energy within itself. Wastewater has five times as much energy contained within it as the energy required to clean it. In particular, wastewater contains a lot of organic material that can be used to produce methane collect that methane from the water and you can produce a lot of heat and electricity but wastewater is an even more valuable source of thermal energy which makes up to 80% of the energy that can be extracted thermal energy recovered through technologies such as heat exchanges and heat pumps can be used for district heating or cooling agricultural greenhouses and that kind of thing this is because wastewater exhibits a relatively high temperature as it comes from warm sources such as showers dishwashers washing machines that's just one of the innovations you'll be seeing more of in the next decade not only water and energy can be extracted from wastewater though it also contains nutrients most importantly phosphorus and nitrogen that need to be removed so as not to overload the aquatic environment You might not hear about it a lot, but in the right doses, phosphorus is an element essential to sustaining life on the planet. Why? Because it's a necessary element to produce our food. Phosphorus, in its phosphate form, is therefore needed to fertilize the soil. But back in the 2020s, you were running out of it. Extractable phosphorus mineral resources were predicted to become scarce or even exhausted in the next 50 to 100 years. At the same time, you were wasting so much of it that it polluted the waters and became a leading cause of eutrophication, which is when the water is overloaded with nutrients. Part of how we solved this crisis, though, had already been invented by the time you are listening to this. Technology to extract up to 85% of phosphorus already exists in your time. You just need to increase the technology and start implementing it across the globe. Nitrogen, on the other hand, is not going anywhere. There's a bunch of it in the atmosphere, so we need to just remove it, not recover it. But the method you use to remove nitrogen from wastewater results in the formation of nitrous oxide, which is a potent greenhouse gas. If you recover the nitrogen instead, you can reduce greenhouse gas emissions and avoid the overloading of the aquatic environment with nutrients two birds with one stone that's going to be an important point of attention in treatment technology choices and operating conditions back in your time because water and wastewater utilities are responsible for up to seven percent of all greenhouse gas emissions i know what you're thinking these technologies are going to cost a lot of money but don't you worry about that back in 2022 everybody's getting worried if robots and automation will take away their jobs well Just a 1% increase in the rate of growth of the water industry in Europe in the 2020s could create up to 20,000 new jobs. We already talked about digitalization, which is going to be a key innovation in water management. And it's going to have a big impact on our ability to deal with climate change because with temperatures rising, water becomes more and more precious. Think of how digitalization is starting to work in a city. Or even a home in your time. You ride your bike down a bike path and sensors turn on the lights ahead of you instead of running lights all night in case someone rides that way. That's just one feature of a smart city. Or maybe your home has a smart meter that tells you when demand for electricity is low and therefore when you can use it cheaply. If you don't have a meter like that now by the way you will soon. These kinds of digital smart features are coming to water systems too. They'll improve the detection of leaks. They'll figure out the optimal way to store water around the system to prepare for a rainstorm. That means digital flood protections, creating extra water storage space so that areas don't become flooded. The water sector evolves more slowly than others we've talked about because it uses big infrastructure that doesn't have to be replaced for decades. But all these changes are coming. Look at desalination, taking seawater and turning it into water for domestic, commercial and industrial use. It's been around for three decades before 2022. Gradually though, it's becoming cheaper and cleaner. Certainly it's widespread. Almost all Malta's water is desalinated. Most of Israel's water too. There'll be more of it soon in places that don't yet fully realize they have a water shortage. Because water, not enough of it. or too much of it causing flooding, is also an issue in places that have always seemed to have just the right amount of water in the past, like Germany. In 2021, flooding in Germany cost 35 billion euros. The solutions for these problems won't all be digital. They won't all be about big pipes. Water experts are looking at what they call nature-based solutions, too. That could mean Changing infrastructure so that, for example, flood water is guided into a field where it can seep away into the ground instead of sitting in concrete pools that don't drain fast enough and can overflow. <laughs> Next time you're showering or producing some biogas in the toilet, listen to the rest of our series, Climate Solutions 2122. Subscribe on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other big podcast platforms. Thanks for listening to Climate Solutions 2122 from the European Investment Bank.